So this is the Dr. Harold Miniature and Collectibles paid read. Is that what we're calling it? Okay, here we go. Dr. Harold, noted professor of collectibles with a PhD in Funko, has gathered the best of the best collections and collectibles in one online store. For the collector, Dr. Harold has action figures from McFarlane, Mezco, NECA, Marvel, DC, Bandai, and Ninja Turtles, plus Pokemon cards, retro toys, Dragon Ball Z, G.I. Joe, Mandalorian, Star Wars, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, Power Rangers, Strange Things, Rick and Morty, Transformers, Magic the Gathering, John Wick, Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, <gasps> Oh boy, that's a lot. Also, board games, card games, and for those mystically inclined, tarot cards. DrHerald.MyShopify.com That's DrHerald.MyShopify.com Dr. Harold played varsity for the University of Retail Therapy, so he knows what sports fans want. Bobbleheads, panini baseball cards, and collectibles for the NFL, the NBA, and the soccer leagues. Just, just go now. DrHerald.MyShopify.com DrHerald.MyShopify.com You're going to love that new stuff is added all the time. So the treasure hunt for you can continue. Dr. Harold's Miniatures and Collectibles online. DrHerald.MyShopify.com This is Douglas Fairbanks inviting you to Adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, each week at this time, you will hear Adventure, starring one of the world's foremost actors, whose very name is a synonym for adventure on the radio and on the motion picture screen, Mr. Douglas Fairbanks. Each week in this half hour, you will hear a complete story of adventure, tales rich in action, color, and excitement. Now, here is your host, the star of adventure, Mr. Douglas Fairbanks. Good evening. You needn't leave the warmth and comfort of your living room to be a buccaneer, a soldier of fortune, or a part-time Alibaba, if you like. The greatest authors of the world have fashioned stories for us. And in this 30 minutes, we shall travel much among the realms of gold. We shall transport you to scenes of wonder and daring where swords clash and where ladies are lovely and enchanting, <laughs> as they always should be, and where danger hides in the shadow around the next turn of the road. Tonight's tale of adventure was written by the famous American novelist Booth Tarkington, and it takes us back two centuries where we find the young nobleman of Paris writing a letter addressed to you who live in the age of airplanes and motor cars. His name, Monsieur Bouquet. A letter to the children of the earth. A letter to be opened on this day 200 years hence. This is the first day of March in the year of his grace, 1751. Our king is Louis the Fifteenth. Louis, his royal fatness. I wonder what king will sit on the throne of France in your day. Louis the Thirty-first, perhaps. Or will an ancient dream come true at last? Will each man be a king?
I am Louis-Philippe de Valois, Duke of Orléans, first prince of the blood royal, knight of the golden fleece, and... Oh, a long line of other fancy titles, too numerous to mention. But I prefer to walk the streets of Paris not as a clattering assortment of titles, but as a man. So I call myself Monsieur Bocard. This did not please my cousin, his royal fatness. We are most displeased with you, cousin. Why should the best-looking young buck of our court go poking around the back alleys of Paris, assuming a name which might belong to a baker or a barber? Well, shall I stop up my eyes and ears, Your Majesty, and pretend the whole world consists of pink marble villas and silver snuff boxes? Silence! Uh, yes, Your Majesty. I shall close my mouth, along with my ears and my eyes. If you were not one of the favorites of our court, my boy, I would exile you from person. Instead, we offer you an attraction which should please your young heart. We've arranged for your marriage to Mademoiselle la Princesse de Beauvoir-Conti, our cousin, the lovely Henriette. Well, does that not please you? Well, well, cousin, you are the king and you have spoken. This would make you forget this masquerade as Monsieur Bocquer, eh? Perhaps, Your Majesty. Or perhaps not. We have ordered this marriage. It will be solemnized on the second Sunday in May. It will please us very much to dance at your wedding. Perhaps in your day it'll be different, and men will travel paths of their own choosing. Had I been merely a monsieur and Henriette merely a mademoiselle, I would have tried to sweep her off her feet. For she was gracious and lovely. We walked in the palace gardens one day where the fountains played, and the whole world seemed to be made of silver. You're disturbed, my cousin. Won't you tell me what troubles you? Oh, it's nothing, Henriette. Sometimes when you stare into the distance... It seems almost as if you were trying to look farther than the horizon. No, Harriet. Sweet cousin. Any man should be proud to have you as his bride. But not you. Oh, it's only that I wish to choose for myself as you should choose for yourself. No king should tell our hearts what to do. Long ago, when I was still a child, I gave my heart away. You are in love, cousin? Completely. Then how can I obey the king's command and still call myself a gentleman? A prince might force himself upon a noble woman who loved someone else, but <laughs> Monsieur Bocaire, never. I said I was in love. I did not say with whom. Cousin, what are you staring at so far away? Sometimes I seem to dream myself ahead in history. Is it good, cousin, the thing you see? Mm, not all good, but it is a world of many wonders where men travel amid the stars, where men breathe free. I wish we could live in that world. Perhaps we were born too soon into this winter of kings. The springtime is not yet upon the earth. Tell me, cousin, if, if, if I were a lackey, a baker, a barber, and I came to you unadorned, untitled, could you marry me then? Often I wish I were a maid in a cottage who would never see the inside of a palace. Then you know why I must disobey the king, why I must leave this court and search. For what? Adventure. Or perhaps a star. A square of free earth to stand on. Oh, Henriette, what will history write about us? Will they dwell only upon the court and the king and the gaudy elegance? Or will the historians look down the dark streets as I have to see the beggars and the starving children? Will they hear the thunder which hangs in the air? Oh, cousin, you see too much. Henriette, you tremble like a child, afraid of the dark. Have I frightened you? Go. Go quickly. 
to the horizon and farther, as far as your dream will carry you. Will you miss me? My good thoughts will all be with you. Goodbye, sweet cousin. Friend, what are you doing here? Uh, the, the king's guards were at my heels. I, I have no appetite for the Bastille. But you can't stay here, my boy. After all, I am the king's ambassador, and his majesty is displeased with you. You go to England shortly. Take me with you, Mirepoix. We go tonight. Let me go with you. That is impossible, then my I'm boy. I'm lost. I'm lost. Yes. Lucien, your barber has been taken with a fever. He will be unable to make the trip to England, sir. Now, why must everything go wrong at the last moment? The barber. Of course, let me go with you to England as your barber. But that is ridiculous. Well, it'll be very simple. I, I'll put on a black wig. I'll take off these fancy clothes. I shall be the luckiest of lackeys. Well, monsieur? <laughs> I like you, my boy. Perhaps those of us who are older see in you something that we've all lost. A spirit of daring. <laughs> a heart that refuses to grow old. You'll do it then? You'll take me with you? We'll chance it. Uh, <laughs> there's only one condition. Yes? Swear that you will never try to give me either a shave... Or a haircut. <laughs> and so I traveled to England as Monsieur Bouquet, barber to the ambassador. The Marquis moved in the most fashionable circles. And I was suddenly sad that my circles were so far beneath him. Why? Because I found a star. Isn't it strange how one face can change your life? I saw her one day, golden-haired, an angel of heaven. Her name, the Lady Mary Carlyle, as distant and cool and lovely as a star. But to London society, I was merely a barber, a lackey. I had to find a way to meet her, to be with her, to be in the same room with her, in the same world with her. So, in a back room, I began to play cards with the dandies of the town. I played and looked always for an opening. Monsieur Le Duc, I have played my cards honestly. But you, see, I pluck a card from your sleeve. You have cheated me at a simple, sociable game of cards. You devil, how dare you speak to me like that? I speak only the truth, Monsieur Le Duc. Here is the card. There is your sleeve. They did not walk toward each other. What do you intend to do about it? Would it not be a disgrace to your social position if it got about the Duke of Winter's had had a card up his sleeve? What man of fashion would believe a barber? Who will believe you? I have a reputation for honesty, monsieur. You are suspect. Whispers have been going around that you play cards with me only because no one else will trust you. But if I should also call you a cheat... Dog, devil, gutter snipe! How do you do? My name is Monsieur Beaucaire. I'm charmed. You can't do a thing. I have the ear of my master the Marquis de Mirepoix. I need only whisper to him, and all of Britain will soon know of this incident. What do you want? Money? No. I want to be your guest tonight at the court ball. And you are going to introduce me to the Lady Mary Carlyle. You must be out of your mind, sir. Lady Mary Carlyle, of all women alive, would prefer the devil to a man of no birth. And everyone knows Beaucaire is a barber. And I shall change. Uh, See? I remove this wig. So. And I shall shave off my moustache like a good barber. And I shall go as... Uh, what should it be, Monsieur Le Duc? Shall I go as a vicomte, a marquis, what? Out of a compliment to you, I shall be a duke. No. Le duc de um, Chateaurien. <laughs> That'll do fine. 
It can only come to disaster. Perhaps. Perhaps not. My longings go beyond mere longings. In France, one may adore a woman. Alas, one must worship the Lady of England. Our ladies are flowers, but yours are stars. Now go, monsieur. I shall meet you shortly at your lodgings. But we shall go, arm in arm, two dukes, to the ball. You have trapped me into this. Shall do you no good, Barbara. We shall see. Go now. How strange. I was a nobleman who wished to be a lackey. <laughs> and now I am a lackey who wishes to be a nobleman. Here's the second act of Adventure, starring Mr. Douglas Fairbanks in Booth Tarkington's Monsieur Beaucaire. Will longings still live in your day, the search for the unattainable? Will men in all centuries wish to be what they are not? This is madness, my boy. Surely the ambassador can spare an elegant coat and breeches. The barber wishes to masquerade as a duke. The coat, monsieur, please. I must take it to a tailor to be altered. Why not masquerade as a tailor and alter it yourself? Oh. What logic is there in such behavior? None whatsoever. It is an affair of the heart. Uh, of the heart? Of the heart. Ah. We are both Frenchmen. How can I refuse? <laughs> braided coat, satin knee breeches, and the barber was a nobleman again. How easy the transformation from Monsieur Beaucaire to Le Duc de Chateaurien. What a lovely boy. Yes, I wager you'll regret that you entered this ballroom, barber. Stop rumbling, sir, and give me my introduction. Very well. Good evening, Lady Mary. Good evening. May I present a friend from France. The Duc de Chateaurien. I am honored, Monsieur Le Duc. And I, my dear lady, am but a poor Frenchman whom emperors would envy at this moment. What a lovely thing to say, Monsieur Le Duc. Would you honor me with this dance? I should be delighted. Your graces of Winterset. Yes? I am your servant, sir. Come, my lady. How dazzlingly beautiful you are, dear lady. You must not say that, monsieur. Oh? I've always heard that the tongue of a Frenchman is notoriously deceitful. <laughs> In France, the tongue and the heart have secret connections. We cannot help but spill out all that our heart wishes to say. And what does it wish to say, monsieur? It wishes a favor. The rose you carry. Merely the rose. Oh, certainly not. Oh, it's a small favor. I merely wish the rose which your hand has touched. Never, monsieur. Never. The dance is over. The rose? <laughs> there. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful lady. I shall dream all night of red, red roses. Farewell. A rose lasts only until morning, monsieur. Bouquet. Oh? Do you think so, Winterset? Oh. And the rose is an unlucky color, I think. Does it not remind you of the color in the veins of a Frenchman? You've cut in our throats, Barbara, to know the color of blood.
despite the threats of the British Duke, I saw more and more of Lady Carlyle. She had begun by giving me a rose. Now she was almost ready to give me her heart. We rode one night in a carriage after an evening of dancing. The moon was radiant over the misty field. The air was mild and fragrant. And the distances were white and full of mystery. Tell me, Monsieur Le Duc, do you not miss France? Mm, sometimes, mademoiselle. I hear a melody, I see a turn in the road which seems like a familiar spot of my childhood, and I feel like a wanderer. My dreams, however, are not of France, but of a dearer country. A country of gold and snow and the blue sky. Your dreams carry you to strange lands, Monsieur Le Duc. I look for that land in a lady's eyes. How poetic you Frenchmen are. I only wish the snow were not so cold for me. Any coldness was gone long ago, monsieur. My dear Lady Mary. Off the carriage! Oh, oh, the the highwayman! Be calm, dear lady. I have my sword. Go! Step out of that carriage, monsieur. Beaucaire. Monsieur Beaucaire. We will show you how we treat upstarts. Who dare to ride in the same carriage with a lady of high society? I'll come out with my sword drawn, you devil. Oh, but there are six of them. I shall fight them all. You cannot fight six against one. They'll kill you. This sword has disposed of such ruffians before. You fight well, Barber. We shall have six haircuts and six very close face. My dear Lady Mary... This is quite a good show, don't you think? Winterset, help him. We've been set upon by these highwaymen. Help him? Certainly not. Those are my servants who fight this puppy. They will dispose of the violet quickly. But, but who is he? Merely a barber, my dear lady. Oh, no. An upstart named Monsieur Bouquet, who dared to step outside of his class. Barber? Drive on! You leave me here to die, mademoiselle. Five minutes ago, you almost fell into my arms. I am the same man. You hate me now because I am a mere lackey. Drive on quickly. I shall not die, do you hear me? And I shall appear at your grand final ball of the season. Look for me at nine o'clock. My lord, do... Winterset, do you think he'll really appear at the ball? It is precisely nine o'clock. I assure you he will not appear. However, if he is impertinent enough to carry out his promise, we shall not merely wound him this time. Every gentleman here will see that he dies. The main doors of the ballroom open so slowly. His Excellency, the French ambassador, the Marquis de Mepois. Not for a moment it was, it was the other Frenchman. My friends, as ambassador from the court of France, I am a stranger in your midst. However, you will honor me if you will permit me to present to you at precisely nine o'clock on this festive night, my friend, Monsieur Bouquet. My lords, ladies, gentlemen, how kind of you to invite me to your party. One moment, Monsieur l'ambassadeur. We respect you, sir, as a diplomat and a gentleman. But may we remind you that it is not the custom in England to present our barbers in our barrows. Ah! Forgive me. I did not finish. My friend, Monsieur Bocquet, whose true name is His Royal Highness Prince Louis-Philippe de Valois, Duke of Orleans, and cousin to His Majesty Louis the Fifteenth, King of France. Uh, but, my friends, you would do me the greatest honor of all if you would call me merely 
Monsieur Bocard. For a man, my friends, is not his father nor his ancestors, but himself. And now, my friend, Monsieur le Marquis, I believe our business is finished here. I have kept my appointment. Oh, one moment, my boy. I have not had the opportunity to tell you of a message I have just received from France. Oh? His Majesty has heard the entire charming tale of your masquerade, and I am told that his laughter shook the chandeliers. No, oh, he, he wants you to come home. Under what condition? You may do as you like. He no longer orders you to marry the Princesse Henriette. Ah. Then I shall return to France. And if she will have me of her own choice, I shall marry Henriette. Monseigneur, can you forgive me? I made a grievous mistake. There's nothing to forgive, Lady Mary. But I wish you less of the English winter in your heart. As for you, my dear, my dear Duke of Winterset, may you cheat as cards. But be very careful how you play the game of life. And for what stake. Henriette. Welcome home, cousin. I hoped I'd find you here in the garden. Oh, cousin, sweet cousin. I've looked toward the farthest horizons. But I never really looked into your eyes. What do you see there? Blue skies and tiny flecks of gold. Henriette, you told me once that you'd given your heart away. Completely, cousin. Who is the man so fortunate? You know him well. Oh? He's a barber named Bouquet. Oh, Henriette. My darling. I thought we were born too soon. But each of us must live in our own time. We must do what we can. We must love our fellow men, be they barons or barbers, kings or stable boys. Then one day, the dream will come true. So I write this letter to you 200 years ahead in time. Have you found the dream? Has the miracle happened? Today, as I write this, it hangs on the wind, this hope in the hearts of men for freedom. Have you found it yet, you men of the future? If you have, preserve it. If not, keep searching. Find new avenues to the stars. Chart new courses in the dignity of man so that he can go his own way, unafraid. Then every woman of the world will be a princess, and each man will be a king. You have just heard the first in a new series called Adventure, starring Mr. Douglas Fairbanks. Tonight's adventure, Booth Tarkington's Monsieur Beaucaire, was dramatized by Lawrence and Lee. Now here again is Mr. Fairbanks. We have a storehouse of adventure waiting for you in the weeks to come. Next week, we shall haul up the Jolly Roger to bring you the startling story of the pirate Jean Lafitte. The following week, I shall be the, <laughs> the Scarlet Pimpernel, who slipped so easily past the shadow of the guillotine. And some foggy night, you may expect me to come calling as the haunted captain of the Flying Dutchman. And it'll be our pleasure to bring you such adventures as the Corsican Brothers, the Prisoner of Zender, and the Man in the Iron Mask. 
You'll join us in a dungeon of the Chateau d'If, in a diamond mine of South Africa, or in the craggy cliffs of the lost Atlantis. We hope to intrigue you, surprise you, frighten you a little, perhaps, but always to entertain you as we seek together the thrill of adventure. So this is the Dr. Harold Miniature Collectibles paid read. Is that what we're calling it? Okay, here we go. Dr. Harold, noted professor of collectibles with a PhD in Funko, has gathered the best of the best collections and collectibles in one online store. For the collector, Dr. Harold has action figures from McFarlane, Mezco, NECA, Marvel, DC, Bandai, and Ninja Turtles, plus Pokemon cards, retro toys, Dragon Ball Z, G.I. Joe, Mandalorian, Star Wars, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, Power Rangers, Strange Things, Rick and Morty, Transformers, Magic the Gathering, John Wick, Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, <gasps> Oh boy, that's a lot. Also, board games, card games, and for those mystically inclined, tarot cards. DrHerald.MyShopify.com That's DrHerald.MyShopify.com Dr. Harold played varsity for the University of Retail Therapy, so he knows what sports fans want. Bobbleheads, Panini baseball cards, and collectibles for the NFL, the NBA, and the soccer leagues. Just, just go now. DrHerald.MyShopify.com DrHerald.MyShopify.com You're going to love that new stuff is added all the time. So the treasure hunt for you can continue. Dr. Harold's Miniatures and Collectibles online. DrHerald.MyShopify.com <laughs> 